Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truths and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome and thank you. Thanks so much for taking time to join us here on our podcast all about relationships, but most of all, for investing in your life and the relationships that are all around you. I believe that when you relate, when you invest in your relationships, you're actually investing in the quality of your life. That's how important relationships are. They affect our, like you could be the smartest person in the world, but when you have relationships, that's when you get the sweet life. That's when, that's when we can, we can we can partner through whatever life yeah. brings and we can do this together. I had a gentleman that I spoke with today and we were just chatting and I just said, you know, life has been hard. Yes. You know, for a, a period of time mm-hmm. and it's almost as though as it's that they fall into as that that's their normal. Mm-hmm. This is this is kind of just the way that it is, the way that it's been. But now they've reached the reached this crossroads and it's it's pivotal. Yes it is. It, it, I mean, it has gone on for so long, but now they're at this pivotal point. Yes. And I said, "Let me let me tell you something. The solutions of God are really quite simple. You Feel because it's been for so long and and you're living with so much disappointment that the solution has to be as complicated as my life. <laughs> so good, Bob, okay? but it doesn't. Now, I feel like I, I screaming said, it from the right, housetops. I said, but the solution is really quite simple. Yes. I said, but however, it's not always easy. It takes a lot of okay? dying to your because own we're gonna, ideas. We're, we're going to move yep. this ship. We're going to yes, change we it in its direction. Yep. And we're going to change the trajectory of your life mm-hmm. and of your marriage, of your future. Mm-hmm. But I think many people have experienced life because life has been full of the unpredictable. Yes, it has. Uh, you, you couldn't have predicted we this. We would not have written this in the and, story. And it's like, you mean... All of that, and you're trying to find that one cause, yes. you know, that brought us to where you are. And that, that'll drive you crazy. Right. But life is full of the unpredictable. Yes. And, and you know, I just the want... Twists, the, the turns, twists, the turns. The script that we did not oh, write. And go. we probably wouldn't have written it this way. Right. And guess what, Bob? For a lot of people, plan A has not panned out. Mm. And for some people, that's really hard, a.k.a. me, because... Not only do I love to plan, mm-hmm. but my name even starts with A. So wow. I plan Audrey. You know what I mean? You know, Bob, you've been married to me for 36 you love years. A plan. I love planning and I love it when it goes the way that I predicted. So, what do you do in a situation when the script takes a turn where you can't what write the plan? What would be your first emotion, Audrey, that you feel when mm-hmm. plan A didn't work for you? The feeling of failure, which makes yeah. me feel like I'm not enough, or the feeling of you go fear. That dark, that no, quick. I go pretty fearful that um, 
I don't know. I'm not, I guess that I'm not enough. If I'm not mm. the best, then I'm not enough. Mm. Can you fix it? Can you fix plan A? Well, you sure do try when you're a plan yeah. A kind of a person. Mm-hmm. And you, and then when you try and fix it, you realize that sometimes, in fact, I just talked to, you talked to a gentleman okay. today. Okay. I just talked to a girl today and I, you don't know who she is, so I can just tell you her story. She had been dreaming all her life about having babies and she had experienced two miscarriages in a row. And so now she's wondering, you know, she, you know, makes an appointment. What mm, can I do? Wow. How can you help me? And her biggest question was why, why did this happen? And what did I do wrong? Ooh. You know? And then so, no, no, that, that, that's, that's, and I think that's, that's what happens with plan moment. A. Yes. What did I do wrong? And, it all, and I think that's, that's really real when mm-hmm. people struggle with, um, a plan That's, that, that, that didn't turn hasn't out. come to fruition. Yes. Right. And she said that on other things in my life, I understand the universal law of sowing and reaping, that I had made choices and I'm living with the consequences, or I had made good choices and lived with the good consequences and understood that taking personal responsibility. But for this particular part mm-hmm. of her story, she said, I just can't figure out what I did. That was wrong, and she couldn't make any sense of it. Well, the conversation went on, and I actually told her about you, and I told her about our life story and our marriage story, and I said, you know, when Bob and I, um, for years after I had an affair, and, and you know, we know the story of the baby and, and everything that happened with the betrayal, but I said, this is it. For years and years, um, Bob just said, I, I just can't make sense of why that happened, Audrey, or why you did that. But then I remember when you put that on the shelf and just decided it's never going to make sense because it never should have happened. You know, and so that really brought her relief and comfort because she was so stuck on plan A and judging herself for what she did wrong that she was able to put that on the shelf and now say, okay, now we're going to move towards moving with those twists and turns and developing resilience, Mm -hmm. which is what we're talking about in the podcast today. There's a lot of determination, you know, behind a plan that hasn't you know, come to fruition. And it's in, and I, it's almost as though I can hear the listeners, you know, I'm I'm not going to give up now. Right. You know, and for this young girl that's, you know, wanting to have babies, my whole thing is don't give up. Right. You know, I mean, sure. You, you might be experiencing some complications now, but you know, let's, let's not give up. Yes. Hey, we experienced, you know, infidelity in our relationship, but that doesn't mean we give up. Right. And so just because, you know, plan A, you know, didn't, wasn't orchestrated exactly the way mm-hmm. and, and you've hit some real pitfalls and, yes. and, and roadblocks and, you know, disappointments, all of those types of, of emotions that have bombarded you. But mm-hmm. I want to go back to this, this why, because what you want to do is you want to go back to your perceived normal. Mm-hmm. You want to find normal again. All, all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the apple cart has been overturned, you know, there's, there's, there's a, and, and how do we get it back to the way that it was? Right. I think that's what happens. Yes. You know, when you're, when you start asking that why question is that, you know, what was it? Mm-hmm. But then how do I restore it back to what was? Yes. And I think even in what we're facing today in, in our culture and in our society is that we cannot wait for life to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. We're living within a new normal. Yes. And so what has happened 
is is true. It's it's happened. It's reality. What happened in our relationship? And it's serious. It and all those things are real. And I even happened. say the word serious. It is serious. Oh, it is sobering. And painful. And but painful. Now here's the thing. Don't allow the circumstances of mm-hmm. life to limit or to define you mm-hmm. or to speak to you, you know, that you're something that you're not. Right. And when plan A falls apart, it tends to get us frustrated and 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 so um what is that word? Interesting. Perspective mm. and even resentful, but why do we get so attached to our plants? And I think that's an important thing to find a healthy way to really move forward when plans fail according to what we thought they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, when a p- plan fails, mm-hmm. a lot of times you feel stuck in the moment. Mm-hmm. It feels like time stands still. Mm-hmm. I know how this feels. If you're listening right now and you're going through a painful time and you're thinking you have no idea, Bob and Audrey, like my plan A has completely been yeah. crushed. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you're experiencing this now, just remember that you always have a choice. Yes. Every time you have a choice, when you feel trapped, it's not true because mm-hmm. that, that trapped feeling says, I don't have a choice, but there is always a choice. Yes. When you get the bad news, yes. you do have a choice. And I think that sometimes you may have a plan that's even conscious, but some of you that are listening have unconscious plans, you know, that deep inner goal to have your life work out a certain way or to be the perfect person. But we, in order to we try and predict, Bob, that's it, the, how life is going to go and how the people in the world around us are going to be. And we almost make a blueprint for living, you know, that drives our choices and our behavior and our interaction. But all of a sudden something interferes with that blueprint and that's when it hits us. Now we're discouraged. Now we're depressed. It didn't go as planned. Let me just jump in here, Audrey. Recently, I was asked the question. We, we were together when we yes. were asked this question, and it was this. When was it, you know, or when was the last time in your life that you were faced with an obstacle, a hardship, a difficulty, mm-hmm. uh, where you really had no uh, playbook for? Right. And so for us, it was like instant. It was easy. Yeah, we yeah. remember that. Yeah, we remember that. So <laughs> yeah. that was, uh, you know, 19 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, but I'm telling you, it, it, it was like, you talk about unpredictable. Right. I, you know, I didn't see this coming. You know, neither, you don't plan these kinds of things. No. You know, when you've got a plan, it's a good plan, you, you know, and you want this plan to succeed and it's a great plan. Yeah. So all of a sudden when this comes in, I can understand how people could even begin to think, why? You know, things were going so well. Why? Why? So I I get that. But again, now you're moving into a place of self-judgment. But for us, when we hit, you know, this crossroads in our life, you know, and it was it was a it was a crisis moment. It was a hardship. It was life changing for us. But we had no playbook. Mm -hmm. We didn't know, you know, what what the end would really no, look we like. Didn't. We didn't even know what the next moment, let alone the next day, months or years. And so I want to ask you as our listeners, you know, when was the last time you experienced something? You didn't have a playbook. You didn't have a plan. You didn't have the blueprint. Didn't have the script. Didn't have the script for it. But here, here you are. Now you're on the other side. Okay, now let me ask you. What was it, number one? And then number two, what did you learn? What did you learn 
through this that was that was really um, about cemented, mm-hmm. you know, in, in your in, in your yeah. heart and life, and now you're you're unmovable in it. And then the next question is: Is it still applicable today? Yes, I absolutely love that question, and I want to underscore that, Bob, because that question was so valuable for us to ask ourselves. Yeah, we remember how we had the challenge; we had no playbook. But what did I learn about myself? And the I, when I was, thing, what did you think? The one thing that I, I mean, there are so many, but yeah. I was surprised. Because, you know, this was the first thought that came to me. Yeah. And that it's this. There's no need to fear. Wow. That was mine. And and that for me chokes me up because there's so much in that statement that's very personal for me. Hmm. There's no need to fear. No need to fear. And when I was asked that question, you know, I remember what the situation was because it was the biggest one we faced without a playbook. You know, the infidelity, the betrayal, now the pregnancy. I mean, that's a huge one. What did I learn about myself? And this is it, that that, that there is always hope. Hmm. And it might not have gone to plan A, but there's always hope. Even if plan A doesn't work, there's still hope. Even though you feel disqualified, there's still hope. Yeah. And Even th- though it feels impossible, there's mm-hmm. still hope. Yeah. You know what? When when plan A, you know, comes to an abrupt ending, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people feel sometimes they feel duped or they feel as though, wow, was that wrong? Right. You know, because this is where it brought us. Does that make it? And it's like, no. No. No, 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 no. All we're going to do is make a course correction. Yes, we are. We're going to pivot. That's our word yeah. these days, Bob. We're going to pivot. We have opportunities to pivot. And then that final part that I want to underscore that yeah. you just said, how is that character trait necessary for what I'm facing today? Oh, yeah. And I thought, here we are, you know, in a place where the world is unpredictable and nobody's plan A, I would suspect, is really going as they predicted because there was no way to predict this. Mm-hmm. However, that I can still now have that word, I love you, that you used the word cemented. It is cemented into the depths mm-hmm. of me that even though it's unpredictable, there's still hope. Yeah. I've had, we've had the opportunity, you know, of asking others this question mm-hmm. and, you know, I think it's a good one. I hope that you ask yourself and just really, you know, seek your heart, you know, where it is. But I had one individual and they couldn't remember overcoming or coming through a hardship. That's right. And I, I was that. really surprised at that. But because the pain was so difficult, yes. all they could see was pain. Yeah. They had just heard some, pain. some stories of loss. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it, it just all hurts. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that place, it's it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And, and you want to move away from it or distance yourself as far as you can. But as this person sat in front of me, you know, I just I just immediately began to speak to their heart. Mm-hmm. And I said, you are such a person of resilience. Oh, it was and, amazing. And the challenge is, is that all I do is I feel like I'm down. I feel like I can't get back up. I've you know, fallen too far. failed plan. Right. You know, and my plan, was it bad? You know, they don't deserve me. No one deserves this. All of a sudden... Self-pity rolls in like Mm -hmm. a dense fog and Mm -hmm. all you can see and feel is your pain. And I just began to speak resilience. Yes. 
because a righteous man may fall seven times, you know, but the 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 wonder in an ungodly falls once, he, he never gets up. But an ungodly, he might fall seven times, but the beauty of it, he gets up. He always seven gets up. Times. And we had and, witnessed and this person get up over get and up. over and over again. And all of a sudden, this person started to remember. There's something about remembering. And then what happens is the fog clears. Yes. Hey, I get it. When you're in the moment, it hurts. Yes. When you're in, when you had the wind knocked out of you, mm-hmm. all you're waiting for <sighs> is that yeah. next breath. Yes. And, and you know, <laughs> and that panic that's there. Yeah. I'm telling, I just want you to hear me, people. You are resilient. Yes, you are. And you will get back. And yes, it is unpredictable. And yes, plan A has not gone as you thought. But in that resilience, there is a future and a hope. And you know what? I'm just remembering, Bob, many times for ourselves and for couples we have helped in in sessions is that, you know what? Uh, we have we have to make a decision, and this is plan A, and this is plan B. Which one should we take? And as we explore those, often yeah. we find out, you know what? Have you ever considered mm-hmm. that just maybe there is a plan C yeah. that you've never thought of? You know, in, it has opened mm-hmm. huge doors of opportunity sure. to even consider. Wait a minute! But the truth is, is that God's a creative God. Yes, he, and and I believe that with Him, we, we experience infinite mm-hmm. possibilities because mm-hmm. with God, all things then are possible. Mm-hmm. And so, if if Plan A and B aren't working, there is a C and a D. There, there, there is never. I think one of the 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 saddest things is that when a person feels as though they've missed an opportunity. And because of that, my life will never be what it could have been. What a mm-hmm. lie. And so your Redeemer lives, and he wants to heal your heart and restore you back to a place where you experience choice again, and you get to choose life. Right. And so this in this podcast, all about relationships, you may ask, well, what does this have to do with relationships? Well, the fact is, is that you are, you, sometimes we hold so dearly to our plan that if our spouse isn't on board... Mm-hmm then immediately we are not compatible. You don't understand my plan. And we don't understand that when Bob and I draw a picture on the board for some of the couples, we when we, they first come here, we start asking about the ag- dreams and their agreement. What do you agree about? What do you both dream about? Where is there that camaraderie that, of the things that you both want? And with clarity, they'll say, we want this, we want this, we want this, we want mm-hmm. this. And we'll go, wow, and we'll, we'll what, what magnify is, that. Right, what it is is, gratitude, yes, but also you revisit your values. Yes. This is what is of most importance to us. And values are really what define our character and and who we will be. So circumstances will not define us. And so we get this place of agreement and then we put ourselves at the bottom of the board and say, here you are now. Now, what is the path going to look like for you to get and achieve and experience those goals and those dreams. And I'll tell you right now, if you have two people in a relationship, their paths will look very different. One might just go straight, 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 I'm there. The other one might go curve, curve, around and around. They visit over here, and then they go over here. And and we find 
oh, our paths of getting to the same place are very different. So the question to you in your relationship, are you willing to make space for your the person that you're in relationship with to, yes, have the same goals, but a different plan yeah, or pathway? The that you have yes, is, is, is common. Where we, is where we share that union yes. of oneness. Yes. How we get there can be very different. And it will we be. Have We're just different. Different personalities yeah. and emotional needs. Right. But we can share the same vision, and as long as it takes, I'll, we we can be support and strength to one right. another. So when you've experienced, you know, a disappointment, but you know where life has been unpredictable for mm-hmm. you, you, the first and for, foremost is in this where Plan A has has gone away. Kind of, if <laughs> yeah. I can say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I don't want to be that. Um, Pessimistic. It, yeah. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> okay. What I want you to do is, and this is a terrible statement, but oh, <laughs> I'm geared up. I'm ready. My seatbelt is on. Calm. Oh. <laughs> uh, why? Why I mean is that's something I would never tell Audrey. No, no, no. Audrey, just calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's know? not nice. It's not a nice thing. <laughs> but you can tell it yourself. Has, it has that what statement. you call connotations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just cool but, down. Just relax. You, just take. Yeah, you, you know, don't tell another person, but this is for yourself. For myself, I'm yes. going to calm down. And the way I calm down, Bob, is I let go of the need to arrange my life and to control the process. Mm-hmm. Because I tend to be an arranger and, a, and an organizer. So when I let go and I let go and I actually feel myself like letting go of the need to arrange my life and to control the process, that's the way I can stay calm. And then another way that we can, some great... Ad- well, I, and I think for every person, it's yeah. quite unique. Yeah. How do you stay calm, Bob? I, I need time alone. Okay. <laughs> Give me some space, Give baby. Me some space. Give me some space. Yeah. Um, you know, and just in being outside, being mm-hmm. in nature, but, you know, alone time, quiet time, and, and no questions, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. But... We all but, know you don't like questions, but what Bob. You, but but what, here, here's it is. Here's what it is. Okay. You you can cultivate peace. <laughs> yes, you can. And Jesus really is your Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And so, in that in the, that turbulent time, you know, you want to begin to prioritize peace. You know, mm-hmm. in your heart, uh, re- refrain from number two. Im- yeah, yes, refrain from impulsive Act- reactions. Mm-hmm. You know, these knee jerk reactions. Yes. Oh, now we're going to do this, or I'm not going to do that. However, it might be, but just be careful. Recognize and be aware yeah. of, of your current that situation. That I won't be reactive in this. And Bob, for me, and I'm just, I keep, because I know some of you guys that are listening can relate to me, but for me, the way I do that is I let go of my rigid ideas of how it's going to look. I just have to let go of my rigid ideas. That's my impulse is to get fixated on on how it's going to look in the end. Mm-hmm. Also, just, you know, guard your thoughts. Yeah. You know, just make the choice that I am going to come in agreement with what God says about me. And I'm going to actually, you know, intentionally feed myself with positive, healthy, you know, happy thoughts. Yeah. And the, and again, I keep on making about sure. me because I know everyone can relate to different one of us, but the way I do this is I embrace the big promises. I get so stuck in my moment or my day of what's hitting me mm-hmm. that I sometimes forget the huge promise from God that says I'm never alone and I'm always provided for and that I am enough. 
Right. And and you see, those are that's predictable. Yes. That's you true. See, you those, can't take that away from right, me. That's predictable. Yeah. And so when you hold to those promises, it yep. will naturally draw you into God's preferred future I for your life. I love it. It's true. You think it's all about the details, but no, it's about who I am mm-hmm. and who he is in me. Mm-hmm. And so it it is, hey, I've like we've all experienced the unpredictable, but mm-hmm. now I'm gonna anchor myself. Mm-hmm. Yet again, I'm going to revisit our values, mm-hmm. what we value individually and as a couple, and I'm going to anchor myself in the promises of God that will pull me through I to his love future it, Bob. for my I life. I love it, Bob. So number one was find your calm. Yeah. Number two, don't be impulsive. Number three, find those promises and, and those positive promises. And number four is to identify your feelings. I have found this to be more and more the more people I help. Call your feelings for what they are. Like just name them. I am actually feeling because they can get to be a tangled mess. But when you identify and work through them, I talked to a girl in a session today who was just plain old sad because she had experienced loss. I allowed her to cry. And I said, don't even feel bad while you're crying. Just let it out. And Mm -hmm. she goes, this feels so good to just cry because I can't make sense of this one. And I said, okay, then just cry with me. And being with a voice, another voice while you're crying was just important to do. Yeah, let yeah. it out. Don't shrug. Don't, let it have a voice. Sure. There's a story behind that feeling. It's very real. Mm-hmm. And then also then the next one is don't lose sight. Yes. There are good things going on in your I life. I like it. I'm telling you, get a, get a, a gratitude journal, oh. something, but you can find 10 things that are going right in your life right now. Write those things down and just remind yourself and be grateful because that is a portal <laughs> Really into the very I presence have so many and provision stories. I know about this podcast getting too long, but let me tell you, I've got a story for this one too. I didn't even tell you about this. So last week I was talking to a girl during a session and she was having some, some she's an, you know, like my age, but she, she was having some issues with her mother who is a, who is a senior who, who makes her feel guilty all the time. That's the short story. And so she said she takes up 45 minutes to an hour of my dime every day. And I just dread calling her, but she guilts me if I don't call her. And I said, Hey, I've got this idea. Why don't you call her up and actually take the driver's seat in the conversation and prepare and tell her 10 things you're thankful for that day. And then after you're done, say, is there anything you're thankful for mom? And if she doesn't have an answer and say, okay, nice talking to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. (laughs) Bye-bye. Call me crazy, Bob, but this woman texted me yesterday and she said, Audrey, this is because I asked her to text me her list. These are the things I'm 10, the 10 things I was thankful for. And our conversations are getting more and more grateful and they're turning around and we haven't had one conversation more than 10 minutes and she's not feeling guilty. So gratitude is something you can introduce into relationships. Mm-hmm. With you, Audrey, there is always another plan. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's true. There's always another if plan. If that one didn't work. Yeah. Hey, you need, you need a, it's a, like a I've creative got a whole thought. Stack of them. Hmm, I think we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll write a book, you know, how to deal with your in-laws, you know, yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever, your mother. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who it was. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yes. I want to, I, I just really want you to remember mm-hmm. That God is your source. Yes. I I think you've heard that again and again, but I really want you just to begin to realize, hey, I I might, I might have, it might feel like a dead end, Mm -hmm. 
But I'm telling you, God's there with you, and he will make a way for you. Now let's go to this next point. Yes. And that is simply be, begin to kind of brainstorm some yes. new alternatives. Yes, I love this. And so I think initially we go real quick you know, to others mm-hmm. and find those trustworthy people, mm-hmm. but also just begin to realize, you know, God, your ways are higher. You know, your so thoughts good. are yep. higher, you're better. You know, God, I really want you, you know, to be involved and then get some godly counsel, you know, mm-hmm. in your life. I love that because, you you know, brainstorming with God, the ultimate creator is is probably the best. Right. And you know what? I'm thinking about those of you who are listening. I believe that just in the presence of this podcast, you are getting creative, creative ideas for plans. C or D or E, and you are resisting discouragement and you are within the unpredictable and you are going to move forward that just maybe there's a plan that you hadn't thought of. Maybe there's an idea that you had not even considered. So be flexible. Mm -hmm. You know, when plan A kind of, you know, implodes on you or or something explodes on you, uh, be flexible. In other words, don't be rigid. Right. I have really found that for me. Don't be rigid. Don't avoid change. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. You're going to grow through this. I'm thankful that you're listening to the podcast and that there's a humility in your heart and that you're willing to ask for help and to ask others, you know, just involve them, but also maintain those healthy, right, great relationships. And I just want you to begin to experience the real you of who God says that you are. Don't allow circumstances. Don't you attach a, a limiting belief or or a, a meaning to it, but stay true to who you really are. And, and then I want to say this, and Audrey, I'll give it back to you, and that is simply this. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't bury yourself in the why question. What did I do wrong? You know, they would be better off without me. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to those lies. Mm-hmm. You are a gift. Yes. And he will make a way for you. Yeah. So that's that's just, I just really pray that that has helped you. What I want to do just for the next three or four minutes, okay. I sh- we could have left longer for this, but we will maybe next time. I won't make any promises. Uh-huh. No but what promises. we'd like to do as of episode number 55 is to begin answering your questions. I realize right. that many of you have asked questions under lovemarriedlife.com. Yeah. That's the website, lovemarriedlife.com. Then Under podcast, podcast okay. it says, ask Bob and Audrey your question. Okay. And then there's a form to fill out. Okay, we good. have not been answering your questions so far, but we're going to just try tackling, you know, one at a time good. as we go. And I found that there was... This is a big thank you to our son, David. Yes. Who, you know, hosts and cares for our website and helps us along. So yes. thanks, David. And I also want to say thank you for all of those who have taken the time to post a question. Mm. The fact that you care about your relationships and that you trust us with those questions means a lot. And I looked through many, many of them and countless of them had a theme that I just couldn't ignore. And that was just the feeling of being neglected. What do I do when I'm in a relationship? I feel invisible. I feel the intimacy is gone and that there is, there is nothing meaningful anymore. There's no surprises. There's no making each other laugh. And what do I do that can help in a relationship situation like that? Yeah. Uh, Again, not the first time we've heard this Mm -mm. one. And boy, do I wish I had a, uh, an, an exact answer mm-hmm. for every single listener, mm-hmm. but I, there there are principles that we can go by here, 
And the first one is, is I just love it that they're even asking. Yes. Because they're, they're noticing, you know, what's going on. And there's, there's an honesty um, that they're actually facing. And when, when, you, when you face the, the emotion that you're feeling that is loneliness, mm-hmm. you know, you're just kind of feeling alone because, you know, the neglect is is sometimes a judgment against the other person. You neglect, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's there's a limited capacity for them. There might be a hurt. There, there are so many contributing elements to it, you know, that, that might be this. But rare is it ever where one is being cruel mm-hmm. and wanting to withhold. They right. just haven't found a way to connect. Yep. So my advice to you is the obvious one, but you probably already know this, is really experience God as your source so that you are not needy with your spouse. But I don't want to spend much time on that because we've yep, done that a lot. Done that. But number two, do something you've never done before. Get a solution-focused mindset. So instead of thinking about how neglected you feel, think about what being appreciated and fulfilled even looks like and start to appreciate and, and appreciate the other person, but then start to appreciate yourself and go, I'm going to start feeling this way around this person so they won't feel my neediness. And again, do something you've never done mm-hmm. before. Because we want to. You can again, think of something. I know you can. Solution based. Yes. Right. The problem, we got it. Yes. Okay. But now let's begin to collaborate and find a solution. So if you've been doing the nagging, the complaining, the um, begging for the attention, begging. Yeah. and all of that stuff, just actually think of what would be the opposite of what I've been doing and start doing that. Maybe I'll start complimenting. Uh, yeah. Maybe but, I'll but, start yeah, having. But let me just say, you know, the whole thing is, is you're recognizing the need. Yeah. Because you're you're acting out because you're looking for some attention. Here. Yeah. Boy, there's something you could apologize for. Yeah. Good all one, of a sudden, Bob. All of a sudden, you go to the other person and you say, you know Man, what? Man, I've been nagging I, I, you. I'm feeling alone. Yeah. But. This is where I'm taking personal responsibility. Yeah. And I've been acting out. I've been nagging, complaining. And I have and not that been is, fun to live and with. And that has not made me any bit and of fun. And they looking a little cross-eyed at you. Yeah. So... And that might not be, you might feel like, oh, that hits too hard. I don't want to take personal responsibility because they did this, they did that, they did that. And you know what? I validate you. you It is not fun being in a relationship and feeling alone. But I am saying just do something you've never done before. Yeah, but but do something you've never been done Mm -hmm. before, the opposite of what you have been doing. And then the other is think about what your partner may be feeling. Mm-hmm. What is going on there? And what you want to do is actually make intentional actions. Let's get away. Let's let's have a dinner, you know, together. Let's, you know, get the kids down. Ask them, how, them how, how love lands you know, for them. What are mm-hmm. you craving these days? Because Ask them instead of guessing, what are you craving these days? Because you're not out to... to you know, catch them in a trap, yeah. but you're actually there because you do want to connect. And I think one of the best ways to, con- to, to start this conversation is, I know you love me. Instead of just saying, you don't love me anymore, hmm. say, I know you love me. So please help me to know how I can love you in return. Good. All okay. right. Another thing that I'd really encourage you to do, and that is go to the podcast. We have all of them listed there. 
um, episode number 25, be the change in your relationship. And then I just, you know, saw this, this other one, number seven, how to have difficult conversations. Go to and that you, And you podcast. can read through yes. all of these. And I was just seeing, wow, there are a lot of resources there already. Under if articles. you're feeling neglected yes. in your relationship, kind of visit the podcast, look it through. And uh, I, I think you're going to find some real solutions. Under Live Transformed, you will see a, spa- uh, a click there for articles. So if this is episode number 55, then there are 55 articles that coincide with every one of these podcasts. So you can study. And if, if, if there's like the difficult conversations comes up, listen to the podcast, read that article and really get the help and the perspective that you need. All right. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you, you know, for joining us, uh, for trusting us, for investing in your own heart, in your own life, your relationships. And I just have absolute tremendous hope for I you. I love it. And if you're in that place where it's almost as though you, you feel as though you've been in a fog, my prayer is that you have felt, you know, the love of God. Felt validated. Validate, absolutely. But then let the fog lift. Yes. You know, just let the fog lift. And I pray for vision for you in your relationships. Thanks again for investing. We love you so much. And we'll see you next time for, this has been episode number 55.